Welcome once again as we go inside classical guitar, a presentation of St. Louis Classical Guitar, Executive Director Brian Baccaro. I'm W. Mark Aiken. I'm a professional classical guitarist, performer, and educator, and love sharing my knowledge of the guitar with novices and professionals alike. On today's episode, we are going to need to use our imaginations, or at least be very adept at Googling, because today we're going to explore unusual guitars. These are guitars that are made outside of the norm, or what we would think of as a normal quote-unquote classical guitar. As the case with unusual made guitars, it is also the players who are associated with them. And so we will begin to kind of scratch the surface on these players and their particular instruments. We're going to begin today's episode with music by one of our Guitar Masters series guitarists. That is Michael Pohl, who will be here on February the 17th. And you can find all your information for that concert at our website, stlclassicalguitar.org. Michael Pohl plays a custom-made seven-string guitar. Now, this is made by the great American guitar maker Robert Ruck. Normally, guitars are, of course, six-string instruments, but here Michael is playing a seven-string instrument and uses it to great effect for some Bach. Here is Michael Pohl with a lovely performance of two movements from Bach's Suite BWV 1006. This is the Prelude and the Gigue performed on a custom seven-string guitar.
two movements from Johann Sebastian Bach's Suite BWV 1006. That was the Prelude and the Jig, performed by Michael Pohl on a custom seven-string guitar. I hope you were able to hear those nice, full, low bass notes that you get from an extra string. Now, from seven strings, we're going to add four more strings. And this is going to be a custom-made 11-string alto guitar. And you usually see this with Goran Sulcher, a really amazing guitarist. This alto guitar is essentially like you're cutting off the first top three frets and adding strings. So you have a higher sound, but you still have the basses. Now, the point of this guitar is to play lute music as effectively as possible, and I think it is done very well. Here is Goran Sulcher performing three pieces by John Dalland, the great English Renaissance lutenist. They are A Fantasia, Semper Dolens, Semper Doland, and The Most Sacred Queen Elizabeth, Her Galliard.
three pieces by the English Renaissance lutenist John Dowland. Those pieces were A Fantasia, Semper Dolan's Semper Doland, and The Most Sacred Queen Elizabeth, Her Galliard, performed by Goran Solskjaer on a custom-made 11-string alto guitar. Next, we have music from Spanish guitarist Narciso Yepes. Narciso Yepes played a 10-string guitar. This is different from the music we just heard by Goran Solskjaer on his 11-string alto guitar because the alto guitar has less frets and sounds higher. It's more akin to a cross between a lute and a guitar than an actual guitar. Narciso's guitar is simply a normal classical guitar, although it just has 10 strings. And of course, going along with 10 strings, you need a wider neck to accommodate. Here is Narciso Yepes performing two pieces by Joaquin Turina, the Garotin y Soliares and Rafaga.
Garretin y Salares and Rafaga by Joaquin Turina, performed by Narciso Yepes on his 10-string guitar. Now, the next guitar we have is definitely the most unusual of the bunch. And if you've lived in the guitar community for a while, you know I'm most likely talking about Paul Galbraith. Now, Paul Galbraith plays an eight-string guitar that is basically played like a cello. It has an end pin that goes from the bass that goes into a wooden resonator box on the floor. Now, what's also interesting about his eight-string guitar is that it not only has an extra string on the bottom, but an extra high string on the top. Most of the time when you see extra strings, they're normally just bass notes. It's actually a pretty wild invention, and I highly recommend checking out his videos on YouTube. Here is Paul Galbraith performing Haydn's Keyboard Sonata number 57 in three movements.
Haydn's Keyboard Sonata Number no. 57, performed by Paul Galbraith. The next unusual guitar on today's episode at least looks normal, but the construction is incredibly revolutionary. The maker is by Greg Smallman, and it's revolutionary because of the bracing that goes underneath the face of the guitar. You see, Greg Smallman uses what is called a lattice bracing instead of the normal fan bracing that uses slats or struts underneath the face. This creates an incredibly unique sound and was popularized by the great guitarist John Williams. Here is John Williams performing The Usher Waltz by Nikita Koshkin, followed by Sueño en la Floresta by Augustine Barrios.
The Usher Waltz by Nikita Koshkin, followed by Sueño en la Floresta by Agustin Barrios, performed by John Williams on his Greg Smallman guitar. The final unusual guitar we have today also looks normal, but again, the construction is revolutionary. This is by German guitar maker Matthias Dahmann. Dahmann decided to put two paper-thin sheets of wood on top of each other for the soundboard or the face of the guitar, thus making a much more powerful and loud instrument. Some of the guitarists who have popularized Dahmann's instrument are David Russell and our next performer, Manuel Badawaco, who you will be able to see in concert April the 13th, along with, of course, his Matthias Dahmann guitar. Here is Manuel Barueco performing Catalunya by Isaac Albeniz.
Catalonia by Isaac Albaniz, performed by Manuel Barueco on his double-top Matias Daman guitar. Thank you for joining me today inside Classical Guitar as we explored unusual instruments. Now, don't forget that you can see and hear two of these unusual instruments live in person. Michael Pohl, February 17th, and Manuel Barueco, April the 13th. You can find your tickets and information at stlclassicalguitar.org. And remember, to play a wrong note is insignificant, but to play without passion is inexcusable. Thanks for listening.